The Haunted Underpants by Dale Shaw, episode 22. When last we met, Gunston had met a wizard and discovered that his talking underpants planned to take over the world. Now we continue. That night, my dreams were filled with many terrible things. Clowns for a start, lots of clowns, pretty much a clown convention. Even the clowns in the dream acted like there were probably too many clowns there. At least, I thought on waking, schools should be unspectacular that day. Without the talking underpants girdling me, my walking should return to normal and all my happy school pals would return me to the happy land of invisibility. But, of course, because my entire existence is cursed by some sort of cosmic space spider, I'd imagine, everyone decided to take notice of me and remark on my unremarkedness. Hey, look at Gunston. His walking has reverted to the way it was previously, said someone almost certainly called Simon or something equally vile. Oh yeah, that is different to the way it was yesterday, piped up a girl with a haircut. My entire very normal hallway walk was bothered by comments of this nature, and if things can get any worse at that moment, Vreeland, my arch-enemy, slithered by. I gave him my fiercest stare. Oh, wow! Gunston staring! I stopped staring. I wanted to corner Vreeland. Literally, in a corner. The pointiest corner I could find. And demand some sort of explanation of what was going on and how I could weasel out of the whole thing and quickly resume my boring life of people not being interested in my walking and staring. But I knew I had to wait and work out a plan with Prestgar the wizard. Or else face the wrath of the one whose name could not be uttered, which I couldn't actually utter anyway as I'd completely forgotten what it was. I was at my desk when I realised that there was a sudden and unexpected note in my pocket. My blood ran cold. I was sure this note had come from Vreeland, stuck in my pocket when he slithered by earlier with his expanded face. What was going on with his face? At that moment, my teacher, Mr. Kobarararara, was uh, crying. So I took the note and had a read. Dear Gunston, he began. I have to say, I was surprised by the friendly opening. I was expecting some kind of threat or insult straight off the bat, like, hey, creepo, or get stuffed. It went on. Stay away from Prescar. He's an old fool. His powers are weak, and his trousers are hopelessly unfashionable. I had noticed that. Why were there so many pockets? And why all the rainbows? Join with me and my master. We are the future. I wasn't sure if he was referring to the trousers again or just in general. I mean, not the trousers, but the future of everything. Oh, good. That cleared that up. The three of us can take the power of the pants and conquer the world. Hmm. Conquering the world. It did sound attractive. In terms of vanquishing my enemies, for instance. But it also sang quite involved and time-consuming. It was a tricky one. Plus, I was a little alarmed by the phrase, power of the pants. P.S. Now, 
I don't generally like PSs. I've never had a good one so far in my life. Plus, I had no idea what PS stood for. My best guess was pebble-semi, but I wasn't 100% on that. P.S. Join with me and my master and we will fulfil your wish of going to Mars. Ooh, now here was a hot potato. It appeared as if, even though my nearest and dearest would all be enslaved by some magical talking pants and the evil beings that somehow controlled them, I'd be off to Mars. That's exactly where I wanted to go. I didn't even bother coming up with some grand scheme for escaping the school. I just got up and left. Hey, Gunston's walking out the room, a repellent creature stated. If I did help to conquer the world, rest assured, before I went to Mars, there would be many, many executions. And with that, I left the school. Next time, for some stupid reason, I go and see my grandfather again. 